Hello, hello. I'm so excited about this episode. And actually, I'm <laughs> I'm freestyling. I've got no notes. I wasn't even planning to record this for you today, but I just feel really called cool to share it. I feel really excited to share it because it's something that's creating success for me. It's creating results for me, and I know that it can create success and results for you too. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you have been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. I have come to the massive realization that the more that I work on my energy, the better I do in business. And I am a self-confessed strategy girl. I always have been a strategy girl. I've always believed throughout my entire career in corporate, when I was running my face-to-face training business, I've always believed that strategy is the thing. Strategy is the foundation. Strategy is the reason that we create the success that we want to in business. But I've got to say, recently, I have seen, I've seen another way. I've seen the light, you could say. I've seen a different way forward. And I want to share in this episode with you some of the things that I've been doing and how I think that has been helping me to not just get different, you know, and better success in my business, but helping me to support my clients in a much more powerful way too. I've got a few things to share with you. They are, like I say, I haven't got any notes. This could go in any direction, but hey, that'll make for a more exciting episode probably. As ever, I invite you to talk to me about the episode in my DMs over on Instagram. I love to hear your feedback, especially where I've shared something that you're going to implement, something that you're going to have a go at doing, something that's maybe inspired you to change up the way that you work. So yeah, if you do want to have a chat with me about anything that I share here, please do head over to Instagram and feel able to just drop me a DM. Okay, so Like I say, I've always been a strategy girl, but I believe now that success is linked more to energy. And I think one of the most fundamental reasons for this is that you are the core of your business. I am the core of my business. Sure, I've got a great team. I've got great clients. I've got a great network around me. But fundamentally, my business is built on me, my personal brand. I am the person that does most of the selling in the business and I am the person who does all of the delivery. I am the person who is responsible for helping clients get results, the person who is responsible for client retention, client satisfaction. We ask all of our clients for feedback surveys and I ask them in that survey to rate me out of 10 for my level of commitment as well as to rate themselves for their level of commitment. And so the business is built around my energy, me as a person. And that's probably the same for you too. 
You know, if you are fundamentally the central point of success or failure in your business, then it kind of does stand to reason, doesn't it, that managing our energy would give us a good outcome. Because if we are the business, our energy really, really matters. It really matters. And when you look at the comparison between working on strategy and working on your energy, all strategies work. You know, all strategies work. I can teach you how to launch your offer through a masterclass. I can teach you how to build a passive income funnel. I can teach you how to up-level your business model so that you make more money. I can teach you how to stack your income. You know, all of those strategic decisions that we get to make in our business, they all work. You know, they work with different levels of success in different businesses. But that's not because of the strategy. That's based on the person implementing. It's based on the niche. It's based on timing and pricing and and lots of other strategic decisions. But it also is based on energy. So yes, all strategies work. But the level of energy that you bring to each strategy does have a bearing on how successful the strategy will be when you implement it. So the different ways that I've been thinking about my energy, I've kind of been breaking it down into creative energy, my resting energy, my productive energy. I've been thinking about my decision-making energy. I've been thinking about the energy that I need to bring when I'm in trust-building mode, yes, and when I'm online and I'm creating relationships and I'm going live on video. You know, that is so I attract my ideal client, which means that I need to be building trust through the way that I show up. And of course, you need to be in that right energy to create alignment with your ideal client, to show them that you are the credible expert, to show them that you are the person that they can trust, the person that they can work with. So there's all these different types of energy. Let's start with creative energy. So one of the things I've been doing is really noticing when I'm feeling creative and when I'm not. And that affects things like when I copyright, when I create um, content, you know, when I brainstorm content ideas for the podcast, when I brainstorm carousel ideas with my marketing manager. There are some days when I feel really excited to be creative and there are other days when I don't. And so if I was trying to force myself to feel creative on a particular day because I had to, well, then the output of that creative time would not be as good as if I was planning the creative time intentionally, knowing like full well that that was going to be a really good time for me to be creative. Yeah, same approach with productivity. There are times in my day, for me, it's usually in the morning when I can absolutely race through an action list. I can race through a to-do list and tick everything off because I feel really productive. And there are other times in the day when that is absolutely not going to happen. Yeah. And so If I need productive time in my day, in my week, in my business, I know that I have to do that in the morning and you will be the same. So my my question for you, it's just something for you to think about is when do you feel more, more creative? When do you feel more productive? When do you feel more likely to want to rest? When do you feel more likely to want to you know, step into your CEO mindset, like to make decisions? When do you feel more able and equipped to make business decisions? Yes, ask yourself those things. Like, 
when are your most creative times? When are you most productive? And really think about the energy that goes into all of those different personas, all of those different versions of you. Yeah, I think that will really help you. And it has definitely helped me too, especially if you're planning a launch, you know, and let's just break down the launch process. You know, you've got your preparation stage where you need to productively be producing a really good plan. You've got your brainstorming content stage where you need to be really in alignment with what your ideal client wants and needs. And you need to be creating content that's going to attract them to sign up to your launch event. You know, let's say that's a masterclass. You need to get into delivery mindset, you know, like have that energy of delivery. You wouldn't be wanting to show up on a masterclass without bringing the energy that your ideal client is going to feel really magnetized to. You've then got the energy that you need to do the sales calls that might follow the masterclass or, you know, communicating in the DMs. That takes a different type of energy. And then every good launch should have a review period where you where you track and you look at your numbers and you reflect on what you would do differently if you were going to do that launch again. And that's a different energy again. And so what I've been trying to do and what I think you could do too is make sure that you've blocked out time in your diary for these different phases of energy that you need so that you are giving yourself the best opportunity possible to have the time and space to do what needs to be done in the most effective way. Because if you don't do that, and I'm definitely guilty of of not doing this at times, if you don't set aside time when you are in your creative genius when you're in your productive mood if you don't set aside time what ends up happening is you feel like your back's up against the wall sometimes you know the deadline is approaching somebody's expecting something from you that could be a team you know team member it could be a client it could be a supplier somebody's expecting something from you you haven't set aside the time you haven't managed your energy and therefore you feel like your back's up against the wall and you've got a rush and it doesn't feel good. You end up not being happy with the outcome. And so what I've been really trying to do is create spaciousness in my diary, spaciousness in my brain so that I can really, you know, lean into and really spot the times when I'm going to be the best version of me and be able to bring the best energy that I need to bring to every single thing that I do in my business. So, you know, ask yourself this, what does your energy say about you? Do you always show up with the energy that that you want to show up with? Do you think that your audience see you in your best energy? Yeah? And if they don't, if when you think about that, you think, do you know what? I did go live the other day and I wasn't in my best energy or I did go to my stories and do some video and I wasn't really feeling it. I shouldn't have really done it. Then this is your opportunity to reassign your time because what we can't really do is we can't fake our energy. You either are feeling it or you're not feeling it, yeah? And so if the thing that you need to do is go live, then you need to be in that right energy to go live. If the thing that you need to do is do some creative writing. Maybe you're building a sales page and you need to write the copy. You need to be in the mood for it. You can't fake it. If you try to fake it, then the passion won't be there. The enthusiasm won't be there. Your excitement for that thing that you need to do in your business, 
it won't be there. And you will get left with that feeling of everything being substandard, everything being 60% of good. Yeah. And you already know I am not a perfectionist. I am a messy action girl. Yeah. Like 80% done. That's good enough. You know, sometimes 60 or 70% done is good enough for me. I move forward very quickly because I accept I'm going to make mistakes. I actually want to make the mistakes because I know that that's going to help me to do better and be better. And so, you know, if you try to wait for perfect and, you know, try to get that energy absolutely perfect, you could be waiting a long time. But equally, if you hold yourself back from doing something because the energy isn't right and you go ahead anyway, actually you run the risk of always feeling like you were trying to put a square peg in a round hole. You end up feeling like, I shouldn't have really done that then, you know? I did that live then, I shouldn't have really done that. Or I jumped on that sales call straight off the back of being on a team call or straight off the back of doing something that didn't allow me to be in that energy. And a really great example of that is me recording this podcast. I have to get into my podcast energy because I'm an extrovert. I'm a raging extrovert. If you hadn't already worked that out, I get my energy from people. And of course, when I'm recording the podcast for you, I am sat with my microphone and no people around me. And so me being an extrovert, recording a podcast is not really putting me in my very best space because I am best if I have an audience. And when I launched the podcast, you know, some of you will remember, I did some episodes where I invited a live audience because I knew that would bring my best energy out and it would get the podcast really kicked off with the right vibe, you know, that I wanted. Now I'm a little bit more in my flow with it and I visualize you guys listening. That's how I get into my energetic state for the podcast. Even though I'm an extrovert, even though I would prefer to have 20 of your lovely faces looking at me on Zoom recording this episode, I accept the fact that I can't have that for every episode and therefore I have to get into a kind of a, I have to fake it a little bit, you know, I have to fake the fact that I've got an audience and the best way that I do that is by visualising you guys listening, yeah, so those of you that (laughs) come into my DMs and tell me that you've listened to the episode and that you really enjoyed it and that you were walking the dog down at the beach or you were doing the housework while you were listening, I visualize you like when you tell me those things and I'm recording an episode, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the fact that you are going to have your earphones in whilst you're doing your ironing and you're going to be listening to me pouring my heart out into this bloody great big microphone that I've got. And that kind of fakes my extrovert buzz for it, you know, like because I think, Wow, there there she is doing her ironing, listening to Rachel through her earpods. Yeah, so I find a way to create the energy that I need to do a good job of the podcast. Another great example is one of my clients, Julia, who's just come off the back of a really good launch. She wasn't at the deadline point of her launch yet and she confided in me and the other ladies in the coaching group that her energy was flagging a little bit you know she had three days left to go until the cart closed and she only had I think it was something like 20% of her target had been hit so she had quite a way to go now in in any launch you know we know that the deadline is there for a reason and, and many people will buy on the deadline 
But her energy was failing her. She said, I just don't feel like it. I know I should be going live and I just don't feel it. Anyway, we were able to support her. And the following morning, she went live and over 100 people viewed the live that she did. And she then hit her goal. She hit her launch goal because she was able to dig deep and find that energy. Yeah, so energy is so, so, so important giving yourself the space and time to be the very best version of you for that particular task that you are trying to accomplish in your business. So I want to finish off by just giving you a couple of tips, you know, some of the things that I've been really, really doing to help me create these different and better energies. So the first thing is I create energy zones. Yeah, I create zones in my calendar. I block out big chunks of time I make sure that I support my own mood. So if I need to do a particular task in a comfortable chair with a big mug of coffee, that's what I do. I change my location. If I feel like I need to do a particular task, you know, outdoors, maybe, I mean, a great example of this is catching up with some of my Voxer chats. I like to do that outdoors. I like to go for a walk, find a bench, Hopefully the sun will be shining and I sit and I listen to my voice notes and I reply to my clients and I check their sales pages and I give them feedback and I do all those things outside. I really enjoy doing that. So my suggestion for you is if you like this idea of really leaning into your energy a little bit more, sit down and look at your calendar and create energetic zones for yourself. Block out periods of time when you know that you are in a particular kind of energy. So if you're like me and you want to do something that's highly productive and you're best off doing that in the morning, block out some morning time for productivity. If you know that you're at your most creative in the late afternoon, block out time in the late afternoon to do the things that require your creative energy. Okay, so first tip is to create some energetic zones. The next suggestion I've got for you is reset. In between those energetic zones in your diary, have a reset. I do this. (laughs) I think I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast. I do this in a bubble bath. I love a reset bath. I love the idea that at various different points in my day, in my week, I can say, right, I'm going to go and run a bath and I'm going to sit in that bath for half an hour and I'm going to think I'm going to reflect, I'm going to change my energy. And then when I get out of the bath and I'm, you know, I get myself ready and I get back to my desk, it's kind of like my day has started again. And so you can create resets in between your energetic zones. You could do that in the bath. You could do that by listening to music. You could do that by going for a walk. You could do that by journaling. You could do that by doing some affirmations. Yeah, you could dance around your office. There's loads of different ways that you can reset your energy. But I hope you get what I'm trying to suggest. You create these energetic zones in your day, but then in between each of them, you create a reset opportunity for yourself so that you come at each energetic zone fresh. Rather than bouncing from task to task to task to task, feeling exhausted, feeling drained, and not being in your most refreshed, best energy. Okay, I plan in advance what each energetic zone produces for me. So if I know that I'm going into creative energy 
And from that creative energy, I want to write three emails for my community, then I make sure that's what I've planned, that's what I've prepared. That I'm not just saying, oh, look at me, Rachel's going to be creative. I get very intentional and I'll say, Rachel's got her creative time and from that creative time, she's going to create three emails. So that I've got, you know, a little goal for myself, something to celebrate and something to help me to feel accomplished at the end of that energetic zone. And then finally, I guess the final tip for you is if managing your energy starts to feel hard, if you start to feel overwhelmed, I want you to remember that spaciousness creates fresh perspective, fresh mindset. Spaciousness in your day creates energy, creates a new vibe for you. So if you're starting to feel full, you know, your diary is full, you feel overwhelmed, your mind is filled with way too many things, then my suggestion is that you strip things out. You slow down to speed up. You strip back to scale up. Yeah, that is one of the things that I would say in the last six months has given me the most success, is really accepting the fact that to get more doesn't necessarily mean that you need to do more. If you want to move from a 3k month to a 5k month or a 5k month to a 10k month or any level of income, if you want to create more, it doesn't necessarily follow that you need to do more. What I've been learning, and I've really seen the evidence of this in my results, is the less I do, the better I get. The less I try to cram into my day, the more success I create. And so if it starts to feel hard, if business is feeling sluggish, if your mindset is feeling tired, if it's starting to just feel really hard, then I want you to dig deep into how you're feeling and come up with ways to shift your energy. Because whilst I can give you some tips and you could read some books on this, you could lead to some, you know, listen to some other podcasts or watch some videos on this, it's your energy. It's your energy, it's you. And nobody knows how you're feeling other than you. So nobody can tell you how to feel, what not to do, you know, how to manage your energy. Nobody can do that for you. You have to do that yourself. And that starts with really digging deep and getting honest and truthful with how you're feeling right now. If it's overwhelmed, do something about it. If it's sluggish and tired, do something about it. If you're not seeing the success that you want to see in your business, take the opportunity to stop, reflect, dig deep, be honest with yourself about, are you trying to do too much? Are you trying to pack in too much? And what could you strip out? What could you, what could you take out of your week, out of your month, out of your quarter? What could you delegate? What could you outsource? How could you slow down so that you can speed up? Okay, so I'll leave you with that thought. Like I said earlier, if you want to have a chat about energy or anything that I've talked about here on the podcast, head over to my Instagram. Let's have a chat. As you know, I want the best for you. I want your results to absolutely skyrocket to whatever level you want them to get to. And so anything that I can do to help you with that, I've got some free training that's over in the link in my bio over on Instagram at the moment. 
I've got my Kickstart Your Sales Bootcamp, which the price will be going up to 997 on that soon. But at the moment, it's there for free. So if you want to kickstart your sales, go and grab that training from the link in my bio. It's going to be there for a little while longer, but don't delay. Go and do that today. Go and get that today. And maybe that will help you to kickstart your energy, you know, that bit of free training. So I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. I hope it's been useful. I hope that it's helped you to compartmentalize your thoughts about strategy and energy and mindset. And I hope that you're going to take the advice to create energetic zones, create resets and really get intentional about your energy. I will speak to you in the next episode. Take care, guys. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 